Hey guys, thanks for listening to the last podcast. Uh, we actually got some good feedback from that one, and we wanted to play a question that kind of came to us uh, from a listener, and um, we thought it was kind of interesting. So here it is. Hey, hey guys, how's it going? You know, long time listener, first time caller. Love your podcast. I just had a question. In uh, your last podcast, you guys were talking about passion. And I was wondering, does one choose to show their own passion for themselves, or is it for someone else? Like, for example, like our parents driving their children to pursue something, something specific, like becoming a doctor or an engineer. And do we as children feel like we're achieving this for ourselves, or are we doing it for them? Like at the end of the day, we want to make them so happy that we create this passion and we want to do this to make them happy. So are we making our own decisions or are we just doing what's best for our parents because we want to see them happy? What do you guys feel about this? That's a really good question. What do you guys think? Yeah, yeah it was super I mean, loaded that, that if was, you ask. Yeah, it was a good, it was a good, uh, it was a, some good points brought up from our last podcast, that's for sure, about choices, right? Because mm-hmm. that's where you get your decision-making process, right? And then we also spoke about nature versus nurture. If your parents are pushing you to something, are you really doing it for yourself? Are you developing a passion? Right. Are you developing a passion for the sake of somebody else telling you what the passion is? Mm. It kind of taps into how we like kind of try to define passion. Passion, is it an emotion or is it a classification? Or now in this case, is it is it a choice that you make on your own or is it defined by those around you? So be careful who your check-in buddy is, clearly, not your parents. Because uh, there was a quote um, when, I, when I was listening to that. But thank you so much for tuning in, supporting us, and also listening and giving your questions. Um, but a, a quote that came to my mind when I was hearing that was, you know, parents kill a lot of dreams, uh, you know, on their own. As they tell us to live yeah. our lives and chase our dreams, they tend to be the ones that kill kill those. So... And I think I think definitely that they have like that has a big impact on on passion and even complacency because say in the scenario where you know you're a young kid growing up and your parents push you to be a doctor and you know you really don't want to be a doctor you want to be an artist or something right but they don't see the value in being an artist so they push you to be the doctor and you're going ahead and you go through school you get your your degree right you go to medical schools you get everything done and now you're a doctor and at the end of the day you don't feel happy with it right mm. even though you've been in this for for years and years maybe you just you don't feel like it's your passion right like what was that guy's name uh that actor um, ken jong right he's he was a doctor right he was a general practitioner right and then he starred in, he got a chance to star in that movie, to film in that movie, uh, Hangover. Mm-hmm. And that kind of changed his life. And he said that was the moment that he realized that that's what he wanted to do. But that's right? where I, I think, think it goes back to the question, though. Like, is that something he accepted because of what came of it as a showcase to s- someone else? Or is it truly for him? Because right now, I think we're tapping into something even much more in depth where choices are given to us. I think we were talking about choices the last time, too. Our parents are giving us choices, but instead they should be supporting us as they support their own selves in their self-awareness journey. Because at the end of the day, it's not about passion anymore. It's about choices. And if it's like, yeah, give us a choice of being a doctor, but show us 
what that what being a doctor is like because you can also be passionate about different you know sections or different parts of being a doctor that process you can be passionate about studying different diseases or the body in order to pursue medical school or go beyond but i think that's where there's that underlying i think very fine line between making choices and knowing what you're passionate about right exactly and i think you touched on something there like you said something there where you're at, you know you're asking the parents to show you the passion or, or show you that show you what it is to be a doctor or whatever right mm-hmm. and then that kind of led me i had an interesting conversation with uh, one of my aunts who's, who's older um and my mother and my sister last night and it kind of falls into this uh this conversation where my aunt she's about now she's probably in her late 70s or her 70s now and she asked my mom she's like how did you get into insurance like mm. how did you get into this stuff like my mom was a little down on herself and she's like you know you've done life you know you've but you've been through life so and that's hard so if you're thinking that this one thing is hard just remind yourself that you've done life and she's like how did you get to where you are now and my mom said i don't know she said i just kind of did the things that were put in front of me Wow. She's like when I was growing up in Guyana in high in high school and stuff, I didn't dream of being uh, an insurance broker, right? Right. It's just something when I came to Canada, it was available and I took it and I stuck with it. So in that sense, how can she show me passion for something when she didn't have passion or understand what passion was in right? that in itself? Yeah. So that's kind of that's kind of hard. That's that's why that's why to me passion is something that as we said as we picked up touched on in our last podcast passion is something that you kind of have right you intrinsically mm. have and it's what comes it's out more of it. an emotion it's more of an emotion it doesn't really fit anywhere nobody's going to tell you where it fits but how you'd like yeah. for it to fit is really in your hands so that's where it goes into that self awareness portion which i think it like you know in that question dean you haven't really I mean, are you are you reflecting on this? Like, what's going on? How are you feeling about this? No, it's a definitely a good question, and I think it comes down to what you were saying last time. It's like you need that light switch mm. to be turned on, right? Like for me, I would say my passion is driven by intrinsic factors as well as my parents, right? Mm. and uh it's a matter of for me creating a legacy right and the reason i want to create a legacy is for my parents but and what they did to like you know provide me with whatever they have and understanding that but it's also i'm building a legacy the way i want to build a legacy right right so at the end of the day like it's walking that fine line of trying to um make them proud Mm-hmm. also doing happy and that's the way I look at it I, I that's a good blend how you guys interpreted it because to each their own right so for sure I'm always open to learning new ways and understanding and hearing other people's stories so that's that's why I was a bit quiet because I wanted to hear how you guys came to realize and like how that like how that plays a role in your passion Yeah, I think that, uh, I think all three of our stories are, are different. 
in the sunset. Randy said you came, you know, you had that that dark place that you had to go through to kind of, you know, flip that switch. Mm-hmm. I didn't really have a dark. I just had different opportunities, right? Some things just kind of came to me, and then through interaction with other people um, and you know, kind of difficult working uh, situations. That's what kind of flipped the switch for me, I guess. Or that's what kind of drove me to a certain, to my passion of helping people. And but that's interesting, eh? That's interesting. How which time period in our lives are we reflecting on to find that rudimental story that flipped the switch? For me, I'm going back to my like early teen, like when I was in high school. For you, it yeah. sounds like where, where, when were you lo- reflecting on? Oh, I'm reflecting on my career actually so out of university mm. outside of university right? so again it, it, there's no real time i guess on when this switch could be flipped there's no there's no deadline <laughs> there's no uh, right. there's no timeline for everybody that oh by the time you're 20, exactly 25 you'll know what and that goes to life. what dean was just saying right like everybody's got their own definition and i think i mentioned this the last time too it's like it's at your own disclosure everybody needs to be really aware that even when you're tuning in even when you're like you know providing feedback or your opinions which is really really important it really like everyone needs that self-awareness part of it where you need to realize that everybody's speaking upon their own experiences lived experiences Mm, you know the way we define things yeah, and do you think um, there's a difference? Like, really, like, at the end of the day, passion is uh, what we established last time is what motivates you and pushes you to to go full-fledged at something, right? But do you think there's a, there's a factor playing in, like, the way there's a Generation X and Generation Y handle things? Like, yeah, of how they define passion? Career. Oh, yeah. 100%. Like, there's a different thought process, so that's kind of why this is called the new school of thinking because yeah. because there is that old school of thinking that is still lingering i feel right and like like you can see it it's quite evident these days like when you're a lot of there's a lot of self-starters now entrepreneurs right that are starting their own entrepreneurs as opposed to going through the old traditional ways of um you know working for someone and it's it's quite interesting to see the dynamic i personally feel i'm like best of both worlds mm. right now like i'm in a startup underneath a consulting firm which is a traditional uh, suit and tie yeah. eight to five job right so it's very interesting to see like and bring in these new types of um lessons and views that I bring mm. to these Generation X and Baby Boomers. Yeah, there's hmm. a, a break there, divide there, because you can say that the traditional way of thinking is you, you get a job and you work for you work in that career in that field and for that same employer for 20, 30 years. You know what I mean? Like, once you get that, that's it. But so, on that point, though, but on that point, though, do you think the word passion didn't exist for them? That's or how did they define passion? Yeah, how did they define passion? Like, what was their passion? Mm-hmm. Like, they're, to me, in my head, like, this is going way back, because, again, I keep bringing up this conversation I had with my aunt last night, but she went back to her great-great-grandfather and how they survived. Survival, from, yeah. Like, yeah, taken from India, taken from India and brought to Guyana at the age of five, 
like how he survived his father died and his mother died on the boat and he had to go there and he was in a slavery type setting in Guyana and what he did was mainly for his family so growing up in a foster home and then being put on wow. the in the slavery camps they actually for for in Guyana they actually paid the slaves by land so if you they did contracts if you worked out your contract and you re, you redid a contract you get a little portion of land so what mm. he did instead of instead of taking the money and trying to go like flee or go somewhere else he kept the contracts right and he kept getting little pieces of land until he was older he had kids and he gave his kids those pieces of land and those yeah. kids basically were able to use that land as farms and then grow that land and then sell that land for money and then those kids raised their children uh to be doctors wow right and then that's why in my family on my, on my mom's side there's a lot of doctors because the kids then took care of their parents right so was the passion for them making sure their kids succeeded so they can you know get the reap the benefits i guess or make sure they have a better life i was think passion, passion was passion not for them uh was their passion their future i think passion for them was defined by survival as you mentioned and as well as family because that equated to legacy right you know legacy to us today sounds so individual it's like what you do is what you reap is it's your rewards but at the end of the day right. you know that story alone already shows and proves legacy is only legacy if someone else applauds you for something you've done or you know says some gives you some criticism for something you've right. done that's legacy right. but we fail to define that that way today and that's where we get lost in this entrepreneurship and entrepreneurship and all this shit because it's it's not true passion it's not true legacy because everybody's right. just feening for themselves but see that story in itself survives till this very day and you were so passionate about it because of like you can feel the passion behind the words because i think that also you know it pushes you beyond your boundaries it makes you think of like what how do you want to make this life purposeful not only for yourself but to dean's point to make your parents like you know the pride that you want to give your parents but also yeah. fulfill your happiness yeah exactly exactly so that's and that's uh, you know the, to me it's depending on the situation you're in i think that'll kind of have an influence on your passion as well yeah what drives you because if you're in a survival mode you're thinking like like that person but if you're in abundance like like how we live right now you know, mm-hmm. you're really thinking about yourself and you're also thinking about like being said leaving a legacy for yourself your children your parents right mm-hmm. um, and that goes back to the question that we had from the caller uh from the listener it's like they it touches on the old school of thinking because your parents are used to that they want to push you to be something successful to them that they see as successful. Mm-hmm. Right? Something that they see will reap you the most benefits possible for you. Right? So I think that's where you get this push from from the parents. No, most definitely, right? But also it's interesting like what drives people to become an entrepreneur or start their own thing, right? Because If you look at the, our older generation like our parents they came here and like I would probably say from 
80% of the people I've seen, they've, they played it safe mm. in a sense where they, they came or actually they came here with the mindset, I'm going to work for someone, right? Or I'm going to work for a company and like go into a big firm and stuff like that. And nowadays you don't see that as much, right? That's exactly because it, it, because like some strong personalities like I mean speaking from my own walk of life people have seen me in the light of an entrepreneur and then when I bring out my passionate self or my aggressive self where I, I'm vocal and you know want to share ideas which is in my eyes it's my it's it's my duty and my responsibility to always bring something to the table and also you know collaborate do my part that is seen as oh you know what you'd be a you you're a ceo but what if i don't want to be a ceo but that's the light that everybody shines like puts me under you know it's just interesting it's just character traits now that are piled together being like an entrepreneur equates equates to this entrepreneurship in my in the way i define it is a mindset is how you go about an opportunity or your job or your role anywhere anywhere it is an entrepreneurial mindset is very open. You know, you're you're there to fulfill a purpose. You don't have to start your own business to create impact. Right. Right. So, may I ask why you started Fidget Toys and like what was the driving factor? Wow, you just had to we bring that in. We that in another episode, but like, what what is it to you that makes the difference of being an entrepreneur versus a entrepreneur? Um, action. Well, the, action exactly. I think I was I was at a point where, and I will state my state my mind being I ain't a entrepreneur. Like I've I've gone through everything and the shitholes of going through the dark places back and forth of you know facing a lot of things. And like you said, we can save that for another uh, another time. But. I've definitely built something ground up and you know even saying that today it's going to hinder some people of like oh you know she's speaking to with a lot of um whatever ego or whatever the hell it is it's not that it's because I've been there and I've done it that's why I'm going to present it the way I do and the reason why I had to was that nobody else around me or no other organization that I was trying to partner up with or even you know showcase a new innovation were thinking that hey we're working towards the same values so I never got that kind of support and it came to be where I was thinking really outside of the box and with fidget toys because you've already mentioned the company it was about disrupting environments people are not used to that it's like new school of thinking that that we've touched upon people are not used to something so they shut it down and then when you start something it becomes that much more harder because you're no longer um trying to just sell a toy in my case it was changing the mindset of people for acceptance being like you got to think a little differently so you'll be inclusive to more innovation i was just doing my part kind of thing you know so I that's where it kind of cheeses me and I I say that there's a lot of entrepreneurs people that are you know you believe you're an entrepreneur you test yourself call in chime in give us your feedback as if you are truly an entrepreneur or not because it's definitely an a mindset you know Dean to your point I love the way that you highlighted that you 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 kind of bring the both worlds of the older generation and you know you being a kickstarter for you know a millennial 
you bring that synergy between two and you're an entrepreneur there's all these terminologies but right. that just goes to show that it is a mindset it's a mentality how do you face obstacles what choices do you make do you choose to take a test again or do you just say okay that's my results right exactly and that's and that's that's kind of like what that, that's where i saw that conversation going you said the word entrepreneur like mm-hmm. that's the the mindset when when you're in that company and you're working for that company in a full-time position or whatever but you still have that entrepreneurial mindset and you still want to do the things you want to you want to make the change you want to drive the change in that company right so everything you said there in your story Ren which is a great story it was to me it just reflected again passion mm-hmm. right it reflected again that you saw something you had a passion for it because you believed in it and whoever else came and they tried to help you and then they kind of fell off because they didn't have that vision or that goal they weren't they weren't passionate about it as much as you were right, right. So, so that's definitely this whole entrepreneurship and entrepreneurship i think the difference is action and passion right mm. and uh, we can definitely deep deep dive into that on our next episode so stay tuned for <laughs> next week's episode thanks and guys. if you're a entrepreneur holla thank you so much for tuning in to that episode it was quite um passionate and again like i mentioned yo if you're a entrepreneur but if you're truly a passionate individual and uh, have an idea or thought or give us a definition of what an entrepreneur means to you until our next episode we can't wait to hear back from you like share comment give us your feedback or submit a question Until next time, see you guys.